KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take a look at the American economy in the midst of a pandemic. Our weekly discussion with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. We talk unemployment, we talk Federal Reserve, and much, much more. Give a listen. So let's talk unemployment. First time claims last week, uh, a shade over 700,000. That has dropped. Obviously, that it's once again, I feel like I'm a broken record. We do this every week, but uh, it's it's a phenomenally high number, but it has ticked down a little bit. It has, Matt. Um, it's it's way below the nearly 7 million people that we had in late March. So we're down to about 709,000. Uh, but it's creeping lower and lower at a slow rate, like a dripping faucet. I'm waiting for the day when I can actually talk to you and others and say, oh, the claims are only a couple hundred thousand. But I think we're way, way in the future for that. And to that point, we haven't talked a lot about this, but there was nearly 300,000 people uh, taking advantage of that pandemic unemployment assistance, which is basically for gig workers, you know, self-employed people. Uh, So we're still like a million people dealing with some sort of, 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 of benefit here. Oh, absolutely. And if there are stores, um, they're not 100% open and tourism and travel is not 100% open. So our gig workers who do Uber and Lyft, uh, even taxi cab drivers uh, are still roaming the streets looking for for extra uh, passengers. So it's a big multiplier effect that you talked about here. And I think this is going to continue till the end of the year at the very, very least. And we have had the election, uh, and it does still doesn't look like we've got a, another CARES Act uh, coming down the pike. I would say, reading the tea leaves, I think we're looking at after the, the inauguration. And that's a long time away, and a lot of people are struggling right now. Uh, how concerned are you the longer we wait on this, uh, that the more people it's, are going to be past the point where this could save a business or save a house? Right. Sure. That's a very big concern because there's a time when uh, the federal government will decide to do something and there's that lag time of when they actually get the money out to the people, which could be more than than a month after something is passed. If you want to call it quick action, you could say the Federal Reserve is the quickest of everybody, but it's the federal governments and even our state governments uh, do not act with a swift motion. Speaking of the Federal Reserve, uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell spoke this week, and he had a quote, something to the effect of, we're recovering, but to a different economy. I think when you take a step back, that's pretty obvious, given what we've seen, everybody working from home, kind of the transformation of the workforce and stuff like that. But uh, to hear it out of the Fed Chair's mouth, uh, it's pretty sobering. It is, and he's actually talking reality. People are are not traveling as much to their jobs, maybe one day a week, if even that. I still continue to look at all the SEPTA parking lots, uh, especially in the outlying suburbs, um, as you get close to the end of a lot of the train lines, and there's still not many cars there. Um, in the parking lots, that's an indication that people are working from home or people are not employed as much. So Jerome Powell he it's reality when he speaks at this point what have you seen from the stock market we've seen some pretty big numbers 
We had we saw some good numbers coming out, and then the past few days, I think we saw some profit taking. Uh, we saw the fact that when the when there was news of a vaccine, uh, there was lots of excitement in the market. I think there's going to be a time when um, the market's not going to be traveling as fast or as high up that mountain because it's going to be come a time when things like tech and other stocks are not going to are not going to do as well in the, in the next year or so. Uh, they has to plateau at some point. There's not going to be a crash by any means, but there's going to be a time when we take adjustments and companies and people, investors take their profits, and then it'll go back up again. I'm curious to see what the GDP will be for the fourth quarter of 2020. So an interesting number, and I wanted you to give some context. Uh, The U.S. posted a $284 billion budget deficit for October. And from what I understand, that was a record for the month, and it was actually double the the number of a year ago. Give us context. How important is that? Is it? And I guess when you think about everything, it's not really a surprise. Uh, geez, is that all? Two hundred eighty-four billion, Matt. <laughs> well, but seriously, though, I don't want to make light of it. Uh, that just shows that there's not as many revenues coming in, and we continue to spend. Now, you and I have talked about CARES Act and things of that nature, uh, but I really think uh, this Congress and the past Congresses have not taken a good sharp pencil to all of their budgets and be able to cut waste where there is waste, but still be able to give dollars back to the taxpayers that they need. So uh, we're seeing some good positive notes, such as the the trade deficit with China go down. But that's not going to help the overall deficit go down. Uh, We've seen the overall trade deficit with other countries go down, but that's still not going to help our annual deficit that we have and our annual debt, which is climbing over $27 trillion as we speak. So on that positive note, let's talk about (laughs) holiday shopping. Uh, we're pretty much uh, really waist deep now into the holiday season, but we've also got a virus that is worse now than it was in the spring. Some of the numbers are are staggering. You're starting to see some people, some people in authority, governors and such, start to hint about the possibility of shutdowns again. I mean, this is this holiday season. I would imagine for a lot of specifically small businesses is kind of going to be the last stand. If they can do what close to what they normally do, they might be okay. But we're in a really tenuous spot here, aren't we? We are, Matt, and that's why you've seen some of the major changes. As well, the smaller stores uh, last month actually start things such as Black Friday events or pre-Christmas sale events or pre-Thanksgiving sale events. Uh, our governor in New Jersey has even talked about letting some of the local municipalities make the decisions instead of himself making a statewide uh, decision about various things. Uh, I, I am by no means a, a scientist or a doctor, but I think if, if we practice what we're supposed to be practicing, we can get through a lot of this, Matt. We've talked a lot about that, you and I, throughout the months. So we're getting ready for the Joe Biden administration in January. What are you expecting from an economic standpoint? Do you think there will be big sweeping changes? Uh, you know, maybe the raising of some taxes, stuff like that. Or do you think it's going to be difficult uh, given the chances? I mean, there's still the runoffs in Georgia, but the chances that it's going to be a Republican Senate. Sure. If it's a, if it's Republican Senate, I think it's it's going to be not 100 percent business as usual. There will be some changes. Uh, and it also depends on what's going to happen in the House, whether that will switch from uh, Pelosi to somebody else 
too, as well, to see what their particular goals are and objectives. I think there will be some changes uh, at this point, probably in the first year. First 100 days, there's going to be a honeymoon period, I would believe, like there is with most presidents as well as governors. And there's not going to be a lot of rocking of the boat right away. Uh, I know there'll be people who will want to get their agendas accomplished right away. But I think uh, this administration may move a little slower than the past administration uh, when, when, when uh, the, if there is a new president that comes on board. I think they're going to take a look at everything. Uh, taxes are going to take a look at regulation. They're going to take, just take a look at everything, budget, and see what needs to be uh, done differently. And we've talked a lot about the virus. How concerned are you about the, the healthcare economy? It almost seems counterintuitive, but so much of the COVID uh, treatment is people that don't have to pay for it. It's been provided, but the doctors and nurses are still obviously working, and they've had to put aside a lot of the, the stuff where they make money. Because uh, throughout this pandemic, we've heard these odd stories of like you know hospitals struggling to meet financials, and you kind of your knee jerk is, but you would think they'd be in good shape given how much people need help. But uh, we could see some disturbing things, couldn't we? We could. Um, with healthcare, it takes a lot of money to run a health center, a hospital. There's a lot that, that goes into it that we don't see behind the scenes. Uh, we have very good health care. You take a look at the technology, the machines, and take a look at everything, the science we have around us and what it costs to do an operation. Uh, and it's, you know, and you look at maybe another country that's not as, as developed as we are, and you can see the differences in health care. I just think that health care costs are, are expensive to run a hospital. Uh, this is not an advertisement for a hospital or sticking up for a hospital, but you understand it's, it's a lot of expense and there's a lot of employees there too. There may be talk of a few hospitals this morning that may go out on strike. Some of the, some of the nurses in a couple of the hospitals, I think one was, um, was Christopher's or children's hospital. I forget which one it was, but they'll, they'll come to an agreement. Uh, the healthcare workers, that's an around the clock job, just like law enforcement. It doesn't shut down 11 o'clock at night, like a retail store. Does. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.